Live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. It's crazy with NFL, you know, like, and I get it. It's sports popular. A lot of content out there. Got to create stuff. I mean, some of the rumors this offseason, like... The rumor and innuendo. T, like, T. Higgins. They can't afford T. Higgins. Yeah. This morning, I heard Black and Abdallah, uh, or this afternoon after Cap and Hoodie, they were in for Greeny. Black and Abdallah were talking about, yeah, there was a report out of Minnesota that, like, they might not be able to keep Justin Jefferson. What? <laughs> I mean... You know what you got to get rid of up there is your quarterback. Craziness. If you don't realize your quarterback's your issue up there, then that's your problem. If you don't keep Justin Jefferson, they're like, well, yeah. what happens if they can't pay him? Where would Justin Jefferson go? Will they look well, to trade him? Oh, sweet Jesus. Justin Jefferson is, like, probably one of the areas. five best players in the league. I, I, don't, mean, I don't let Justin Jefferson ever go. Dalvin Cook, I could let go. Sure. And then Kirk Cousins, I can let go. Sure. Those are two guys that I can let go. I, he doesn't play quarterback to the level that you need for him to be paid that much money. If I was going to save money, I'd save it at the quarterback position and start, well, not necessarily a new. If I could do a flip, Kirk Cousins for Jimmy Garoppolo, I would do it. Because I'd get Garoppolo at, at, at least well, you half the price. you get it at half the price. That's the key. At least They're probably the very similar. Yes. But, but because but, he's yeah, half the price. He's half the price. Right. And that half the price allows you to do other things. I'm not looking to ever get rid of Justin Jefferson. If, not ever, but certainly yeah. not anytime soon. Not until he's 30. <laughs> to your yeah. own division, nonetheless. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Somebody was calling, talking to the guys about that. I mean, that's this time of year. It, like Stuff is a little wild. Yeah, Justin Jefferson is going to get traded? I don't think so. Here's a perfect one. T. Higgins, would the trade work for the Patriots? They've got hypothetical trades going on where they're taking T. Higgins, and he's going to the Patriots. It's happening. I get it. Every day on Get Up, like this idea of, you know, should the Bears trade Justin Fields comes up. Lewis Riddick was uh, kind of the voice of reason I thought a little bit more this morning. Yurko, listen to Lewis talk about Justin Fields. Is there something about Justin Fields that I don't know? Is there something about Justin Fields that the people who have kind of taken this whole thing and just kind of turbocharged it, that they know that I don't know about Justin Fields, that people are saying, you know what, we need to move on from him because he's never going to realize his potential, and Bryce Young is the answer? Because remember, at one point in time during the regular season, it was Luke Getze's the problem. You're running him too much. You're not letting him throw it and develop his and throw <laughs> develop his throwing acumen. It was get this offensive coordinator the hell out of here. Before that, it was get Matt Nagy the hell out of here. Th- these guys don't know what to do. And now it's let's get Justin Fields out of here and let's just get a new quarterback. It's like it doesn't like make this make sense to me. Here's one more bite, Yerk. Listen. Yeah. If I were to change the question to who will be the better player in the long run, Bryce Young or Justin Fields? If we took everything else out of the equation, but you. But you, you can't take everything else out of the equation. Because? Okay, because if you, if you, I'll tell you what, if you put Bryce Young with that offense and you took Justin Fields, right, and you gave him two years in Philadelphia's offense with A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, and Miles Sanders, and Lane Johnson, and Jason Kelsey, I'm going to tell you what, I'll take Justin Fields 100 out of 100 times. Well, that's fair. I thought Riddick was kind of the voice of reason, you know, after some of the craziness that we've heard from a few different people Silliness. in the last week or so. Like, that made, a lot of that did make some sense. There's great potential with Justin, and I understand that potential is still, you know. It's still potential. Right, it's still only potential. 
but there's great potential with him. He did show market improvement as the year went on without a lot around him. Uh, I can't definitively say that he's going to be great or that it'll be Jalen Hurts. I'm very hopeful. I think there's a path for it if the Bears can be smart the way Philly was smart. And I think at 1.2, Riddick did sort of say there are some similarities here that you could you could look at and say if we do it right the way Philly did, we can have the same success with our quarterback the way Philly did. And he said, why is everybody forgetting that right now? And I'll trade him because Bryce Young is the answer, who we don't even know if Bryce Young is going to be able to, if his body is going to be able to hold up over the course of an NFL season. Uh, You know, we've seen Justin Fields do some special things in the NFL. We haven't seen these young quarterbacks coming in do anything yet in the NFL. So a lot can happen here. I understand that. Fields could turn out to be just another Bears quarterback that never panned out. Bryce Young could go on to be awesome someday. Will Levis could go on to be Josh Allen or Justin Herbert someday. C.J. Stroud might. I get it's all possible. We do not know. But I think I'd be willing to bet my future right now, if I'm the Bears. If you're the Bears. On Justin Fields continuing to develop if you surround him with talent. With capable NFL talent, which the Bears had very little of on offense last year and had almost none of York after Darnell Mooney got hurt. Well, I think if you're the Bears, you entertain everything. And at some point, I think those discussions happen inside. Hey, all right, worst case, let's go. We're going to do this. Reactions around the room. Mm. What do we think? What can we get? Is it enough? Hmm. Is this the way we should go? I think. I think no matter what, you throw all those scenarios out there. And they may have talked about it for two hours and said, nope, we're going to keep them, we're going to move on, and this is not a direction that we're going to go. But I wouldn't be surprised if a conversation happened. I wouldn't be surprised if it was a short conversation compared to every other conversation they're having about the offense with free agency and different positions they've got to address and who they want to keep, who don't they want to keep, who are they looking to get and bring in here. And then after the draft, they've got to go ahead and then tweak all this thing uh, in the first week of May before they have their mini camp. Right. Because you only bring 90 guys to camp, Carm. Only 90 guys. Not everybody that's on this roster right now will be part of that 90 that comes to camp in early May. Mm-hmm. And by the time you get to training camp, if it's you go even. through the OTAs, it might even be tweaked and be a little bit different. Uh, so, you were reading this morning, what, by the 15th, you got to be at the cap? Is that right, Your You have to be... No, you've got to be by the cap on uh, the first day. Yeah, March 7th, I think. Oh, is, is it March 7th? 7th? When the tampering, the tampering window opens on the 7th. I love the legal tampering window. It's well, so I think this year the tampering window is open on the 13th. Oh, I thought you told me the 7th no, upstairs the 13th before. and the 15th. Oh, then I gave up bad information. Yeah, I said it was NFL, in two weeks. NFL league year. I thought this morning in the office you said it was March 7th. Oh, no, 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 no. It was 13th going into the 15th. So NFL league year 2023. We looked at it. Uh, NFL announces key dates. Uh, why can't they, like... You I go know. to one I side know. and it gives it to you so perfectly I know. where it just maps it out instantaneously. All right, March, contract negotiations in legal tampering window, March 13th through the 15th. Okay. Scouting bond combine, February 26th to March 6th. That's next week. Okay, that's next week. 2023 new league year begins March 15th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. All right. So that's the day. That's the moment. 
You, every team needs to be under the cap. Got it. So yeah. the legal window opens the 13th. I think what happened is you looked at 22's numbers, and that might have coincided uh, with 2022. No, I was listening to you. I thought you this said year. the 7th. I don't know well, why I well, had that you may have misheard me. I guess I did. Pro days. They can start happening in March. Yes. Owners meetings, the March 26th to the 29th. Uh, new head coach off-season workouts. They go to a two-week head start over the rest of the league. And new coaches get the all-new head coaches get a two-week advantage. Where they right. can start OTAs. That's right. Right? Yep. April 17th is when everybody gets to begin. Free agent, restricted free agent deadline, April 21st in the draft. Which we're going to be at, Carm. April 27th to 29th. Bam. Yep. 27, 28, 29. Rich is in Bolingbrook. What's up, Rich? Hey, man, this is Reggie. How you doing? Oh, Rich, Look, what's, up, what's honestly, happening, Reggie? Yeah, this is Reggie, man. Look, I honestly believe that Justin Fields in the long run is going to be a better quarterback than, than uh, the boy in Philadelphia and uh, Dak Prescott. But I still think that they should uh, draft a quarterback. And I think they should draft that guy, Stetson Bennett, mm. and put him on the bench, you know. And uh, He's available he, he next would be year, a great right? Bet. Stetson Bennett's available. He oh, he's available this year? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he goes this year. Yep. He would be a great backup for Justin Fields because with the with the plans that the Bears have, they might need a, a good backup quarterback, and I just don't see the two guys that they got back there right now as being adequate to, to fulfill that role. Reggie, what do you guys me. think? I don't mind drafting a quarterback late, Reggie. I don't think you should go more than two or certainly never three drafts in a row in the NFL without drafting a quarterback somewhere. So if they came away with another quarterback and you told me it was late and it was Stetson Bennett, okay. I'm cool with that. I don't think you should spend a first round round of quarterback because no. you have Justin Fields. No, seventh round. The franchises should not go any more than two or three years tops without drafting QBs into this league. You know who drafts I, a quarterback every two or three years? Yeah. The Patriots. I saw a CBS mock draft that had uh, the Indianapolis Colts trading up with the Bears and taking the Florida the quarterback from Florida, Richardson. Oh, man, the quarterback from Florida. I got some real he said concerns. He's going to wow them at the combine. Oh, he'll wow them because he's a physical yeah. freak. Yeah. He'll wow them. He's and, an athlete, man. Indianapolis I mean, take a flyer on him. That's what they say. I don't know. I've got. I'd have some. If I was a Colts fan or any, I'd have some real genuine concern about that. But hey, what the hell do I know? I may have. A I ticket. watched plenty of Florida. I may have a ticket on uh, on the Colts drafting Will Levis number one overall, like plus two thousand. You may or may not. Yeah. Well, well, what brought you to Will Levis? Uh, just because he he fits to me as a Ballard type of just one so, of those like like so handsome. Yeah, just one of those handsome. crazy like hugely built guys who's yeah. kind of a lunatic when he runs the ball. You know, what, I'm surprised we haven't heard more of it because there's already the Bryce Young is a mini Mahomes. Like, whew. I'm surprised we haven't heard more of the Josh Allen slash Justin Herbert Will Levis stuff because there are you look at Will Levis and you do, like just physically you're like whoa. I mean, looks like Herbert or Allen. I mean, he's just massive. And the arm is incredible. Show him the arm. You know. Show him the guns. It's it's impressive. I got questions about him, too, though. Oh, he's got tats on his guns. Levis? Yeah. He's a pretty put-together dude, though, isn't he? Puts mayo I mean, in he, his coffee. He, well, some people put mayo in a lot of stuff. I don't get it. I don't get it. I like mayo in my, uh, you know, tuna, my tuna salad. Yeah, that's where I put mayo. You know, that's about the only place for mayo, if you ask me. I, I put know. a little in my uh, egg salad. I'll put a little All mayo right, and like mustard a, like in a there. Salad. All right. Well, um, that's what I just said. In your coffee, I don't put mayo in my. I've coffee. heard of butter or coconut oil because they, they like um, they say it's really good for you. Yeah, that's silly. 
I tried that for a little while. I didn't like yeah. it. I didn't like what it does to the consistency. Yeah, give me a little cream. I drink a little cream in my coffee, just like last week. Yeah, cream, cream in my coffee. In my coffee. <laughs> and what was the original one? Clouds in, clouds my, coffee. in my coffee. It's clouds. Who the hell's putting clouds in their coffee? I, I, I get what cloud. kind of stupidity is that? I need just a little cream in my coffee. I don't I need... cloud. What do I clouds got to do with anything? I don't need uh, mayo or butter or anything else. A little cream in my coffee. None of it. Our, our guy, Pete, our man in Miami, Yurko, Pete. Peter! He said, now he's warning me not to make the Arsenal bet. All right, Pete, go ahead. Carm, I want to say, I was listening earlier. I want to save your money. Okay. I have another offer for you. Okay. Arsenal's going to wet, wet the bed. Man City is going to eventually win it. I don't, I don't know if the value is there, but I'm going to offer you uh, insight on what, what, what route to go. I can't play because here in Florida, there's no legal sports gambling. No legal betting yet? Okay. No bet, no. No, we're Florida. So, Greek championship. Greek Olympiakos. Holy cow. Olympiakos over Pentheakos. I don't even know if I can. I mean, I mean I'm sure you can find everything these days. I got to look for the Greek championships now? Yeah, you, the Greek. Who's going to win the Greek championship? Okay, you say Olympiakos? Olympiakos has won. Yes, has won 22 of the last 25 championships. We have 47 total Greek championships when every single other Greek club has 32. This is the heart of the, um, of the champion. Now, we are in pr- unprecedented uh, territories. We are third in the table, five mm. points back from Panathinaikos. Oh we play Panathinaikos on Saturday. Oh, boy. There's three games left. We play at home, mind you, in Piraeus. It's going to be very, very Ooh. hot All right. if you get the drift. So I'm going to – I get it. So you, look- need, you need to play the game. You need to play the, the Olympiacos. You're going to find good value because they're sitting at third place with five points different. All right. I'm after look. the three games, after the three games, that the final of the of the championship, uh, they go to a playoff form where the six teams of the of the table play ten games. Boom. There is no way my team, my team of champions, the heart of the champ, the lion champions. Will not get this Greek champion. All right. I can guarantee you. Pete is saying, "All right, Pete." I, but here is the problem. I, I'm on points bet right now. You know Can't how many different soccer things at Yurko? UEFA, Futures, Mexican League, Futures, Europa League, Futures. What's well, the Super League? Uh, Super League Greece. Australia. I'm taking it right there. German Bundesliga, English Premier, French League One, Spanish La Liga, uh, English League One, Scottish Premier. English League Two, Italian Serie A, you know what Portuguese. I don't yeah. see Greek you on gotta, here. You got to find it. It's Super League Greece. So you go to S. Super, Super League. League Greece. You know what upsets me is Aris Thessaloniki didn't have a good year, and I really thought they were going to play well this year. <laughs> Say that name again, Aris Thessaloniki. I don't see it on here. I'm looking. I'm gonna have to. Well, keep if you got to find this Super League Greece, I'm telling you, you got to dig and deep. And he said three games, but the Athens has got a game in hand. Got to dig deep. Aek here, Athens has got a game in hand, right. and they're in between Panathinaikos. Good job, and Olympiakos. That was excellent Thank pronunciation. You. Hey, big anniversary day today. We must celebrate. I got some baseball. Speaking of gambling, I got some baseball Vegas totals and over-unders that I want to throw at Yurko. I want literally throw them just figuratively. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. 55 seconds, but Mikhailov has the puck. Mikhailov sweeping in. Out in front. Backhander goes wide. I think Craig might have got a piece of it. Mikhailov back out to Billy Lebanon. 
43 seconds remaining. Morrow, checked into the boards, it comes back to center ice. 38, 37 seconds left in the game. Petrov with it, the Americans on top, 4-3. To Long shot, Craig able to get a piece of it to sweep it away. 28 seconds, the crowd going insane. Carlamon, shooting it into the American end again. Morrow is back there. Now Johnson, 19 seconds. Johnson over to Ramsey. Big Alekhanov gets checked by Ramsey. McClanahan is there. The puck is still loose. 11 seconds. You've got 10 seconds. The countdown going on right now. Morrow up to Schultz. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! Unbelievable. 43 years ago today. For me, it never gets old. We're older. But it never gets old. Listening to the natural reaction that Al Michaels has talked about a lot over the years. People have asked him that question so many times. Like, what were you thinking of? And he said, the only thing that kept popping into my mind was like, this is going to happen. This is a miracle. And that's why he said that. And then was it Ken Dryden on the call with him, York? Is that right? I'm guessing. I I think. You hear, I think, I hope I have that right. Double check that, guys. If that was Ken Dryden on the call with him, the great Canadian goaltender. I think it was. I might be wrong. Whomever the analyst is, you hear he can't contain himself. And he says, it's over. And he says, unbelievable. I mean, it's like one of the greatest, like just purest, oh my God moments that's ever happened in sports. Ken Dryden, you're right. It is. It was. That's what I thought. It was Al Michaels and Ken Dryden, you're, and you hear, like, Ken Dryden can't believe yeah, he's what's stunned. happened. And Michaels is stunned, and it's just, it's, and it's an all-time classic call, great moment. I don't know if as we move further and further away from it, if it becomes, I, I don't know how it could ever be less significant, but if you know, it's 43 years. Think about how long ago it was. There's a lot of young people that might not understand. The game wasn't the available live. It, w- it, it, was it was played not. on tape delay. Now, Yurko's certainly old enough to remember it I was better 13. than I. I was, I was 12, going to be 13. I had just turned three. You know, so I don't remember it. Yeah. The only thing I remember as being very young, uh, by the time I was, I don't know, six or seven, you, you heard about that game throughout the 80s and into the 90s constantly. And I feel like we talk about it now only when the anniversary happens. It was kind of a big to-do a few years ago. It was the 40th. When Miracle came out, I think it got a nice little pop again, and even young people started realizing the importance of the game. They did a great job with that movie, by the way. We've talked about that a lot. As sports movies go, Miracle hit a home run. Don't you think? Home run. Oh, yeah. I mean, they really did it. They did a nice job. Quite exceptional. Kirk Russell was exceptional. Yeah, it was really good. But, um, and you know, Yurko, so you were old enough. You understood the times a little bit more and the fact that that, the significance of that game. The Russians were kind of just going through everybody. They had a little bit of an exhibition before that. Like two weeks before, right? Right, two weeks before. They beat them 10-0 or something? February 9th at Madison Square Garden. The Americans were crushed 10-3. 10-3, there you go. So the worst problem that could happen, they beat the hell out of them 10-3. So obviously they're going to take the Americans lightly as they move forward. And that's in essence what they did. And the longer the game stays close, the better chance you have key. on getting one of your upsets. <laughs> that's one of your keys to an upset. So you fight, fight, fight. And when all of a sudden you snipe one by them, and a little bit of doubt starts to creep in, and yeah. it's all of a sudden what in age is going on. And that's where Mike, Aruzioni, you, mm-hmm. basically his whole life has been that. Yeah. He hasn't really worked. He, spe- he speaks. 
Yes, he speaks. And that's what he speaks about. I think he coached it. Uh, he's a BC kid, if I'm not mistaken. I think he coached there for a while, but he made a, a whole career out of it. You're right, York. Yeah. You were, what, 12? Do I have the math 12. right on that? Yeah, I was 12. Do you... Um, do you remember the significance of seventh grader? Do you remember like finding out about it that night that what had happened? I don't remember ever hearing the result until I watched it. Is that right? And then I watched it, and then it was like, and then I found out it wasn't live. Wow! But there were a lot of things not live back in those days, and you didn't find out on your phone. We so. only had sports on you know on TV Saturday and Sunday. Wow! Blackhawks weren't on TV. No. Who wanted to watch the Bulls? I don't There's know if you no remember NBA, those yeah. Bulls back in the day. The NBA wasn't on TV. <laughs> I think it was Orlando Woolridge was on the, on uh, the Bulls. Probably like Theus. Did he come and, in 79? Maybe, yeah. Theus and Artis Gilmore, maybe. That crew, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Was, and Artis, Tom Borwinkle. Tommy Borwinkle, Storm yeah. and Norman, Jerry Sloan. Norm might have been gone by then. What about York? Chet Walker? Was Chet uh, still Chet there? Chet Walker was probably there. Bob Love Butter, may have retired. Was Bob Love still there? But they were John Mengelt with the High Archer was there, number five. But they were barely on TV. Like yes. the NBA was yes. even, and the Hawks weren't at all. No, so it wasn't like you were getting a ton in February. It's wide world of sports. Yeah, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. You got it on Saturday, and and PBA bowling. Chris Schenkel. <laughs> this is Chris Schenkel for PBA bowling. Earl Anthony with <laughs> a seven hundred and seventy series really Gross. has stepped up this week here in Cleveland, Ohio. At the AMF lanes. All That's you, what I got with Chris Schenkel. The odor eaters open. All yeah. you kids out there, this, we had to watch bowling. Oh. <laughs> That's what we had to watch. Bowling. And whatever the wide world of sports and CBS would have boxing on. It's amazing. Richard Pryor against Alexis Arguello in a big matchup today. You know, then you had the NBA playoffs. I mean, the NFL playoffs, obviously, at that time. Yeah. So you're waiting for football is basically what you're waiting for. Charlie Bevins is... How old are you, Charlie? 24? Charlie. I'm 23. Uh, Charlie's 23. I mean, do you, like, when did you first hear about it? Did you know about the significance of that game as a kid growing up? Uh, my cousin showed me the movie when I was, like, nine. There you go. So that that was my relation to it. Did I actually, you know about it before no, then? No, no. I had I had no idea about it. I grew up playing hockey, so I, did, I, didn't, I, mean. I didn't know. Uh, but I... Uh, in college, I, I took a class on the history of Russia, mm. and we had a we had a and I just wrote a paper. It was just pick your topic. I just said like this marked the beginning of the end yeah. of you know Soviet Union. I got an A minus on it. Oh, there you go, good good A minus. But there's a kid who until the movie didn't even know, and that's what I'm saying. Like while I'm too young to have remembered the game itself, yeah. By the time I was six or seven, like we all knew about it. You all had heard, you know every they talked about it all the time. Your your parents would tell you about it and the significance of it. you'd see the highlight and you'd hear Al Michaels and uh, it, you know and obviously it was a much different time and the Cold War was still sort of raging. But it was like you couldn't help but know about it as a young kid, uh, even though I was a little bit too young to actually remember the game uh, happening when it did and watching any replay that night. So 23, I'm 23, 43 years. I wish it was 23 years ago. You're 43 years ago today, the miracle on ice at Lake Placid. I feel like every year we have to at least listen back and celebrate. I've got some win totals for you for baseball. Tell me what you think. These are not the Pakoda numbers. Right, I want not to know the Pakoda numbers. Not Pakoda. I would, I want to know how you would bet these. Not Pythagoras. No, 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 no. The great Greek god of triangles. That's right. We love the Greek yes. god of triangles, Yurko. Thank God. So does the Illuminati. Go ahead, Kyron. That's like the second Illuminati reference in the last week. What's going on? You, you, Something's going I'm on. Just you read something. Fun. You saw uh, no, something. Just having fun. <laughs> the Illuminati. I saw the, after, I, I saw the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Go ahead, Kyron. Um, Cubs. These Cubs. are these are Vegas totals. Cubs. Um, you want me got, to give you the number? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to ask you. I want to tell you what what you would do on these. Okay. I'm going to give you Vegas's number. 
There's uh, equal money on both sides of this here. Minus 110 juice. Okay. Cubs, a total is 77 and a half. Oh, boy. That's that's a good number. It is a good number. It's a good number. I'm going to go over just because I'm optimistic. 78 wins. I think they get 78 wins. What did they end up last year? 74 years? They ended up at 74 and went 12 and 3 late. I think they're better this year than I, they were last year. I think they're four games better. I'm with you. I think yep, that's over. an over. Even though they got hot in September, which is, you got to be careful. Again, you have the. Uh, but one... I don't think they put themselves in a hole, and I think they actually might want to win now. I think they might want to win, too. Yeah, I think Especially they might want to win. a division that might be winnable. Yeah. I mean, you got to chase down the Cardinals, probably, and you that might be it. still got $22 million of dead money on there. You know who that's from. Jason Hayward. Yep. Yeah. Well, but so... the dead money in there, and it doesn't really matter. Right, right? but it's it does like... push you toward the tax. It if does. you take a look at their spot rack yeah, for does. the Chicago Cubs, it's accounted for. Yeah. Okay. So, Charlie, what were you going to say? Yeah, well, Swanson's war last year was 5.7, so you figured... That you know, I know it's not a an exact add uh, yeah. add up, but you know, I would think that goes. I would think that goes over. I think they're going to be a better, more competitive team. I think they could be pushing. Maybe I, to I don't think they the get to eighty race. though. Okay, so you know that's why they they won't be five hundred. They'll be between seventy seven and eighty. Okay, so White Sox now here they've got. Uh, I'm going to give you the number, then I'm going to tell you what the juice looks like on this because uh, they're leaning one way here. Juice it for me, baby. Okay, White Sox total is 84.5. Over, if you're optimistic, even money. The under is the favorite at minus 130 juice. What do you think? 84.5. Uh, I have to, I can't even I answer. To, I have to, am I supposed to be positive? You be whatever you want to be. Is there a mandate? Let me check my emails no. to see if I have to be positive oh, here. Stop it. Oh, you know uh, there's no man. Under, this is a mediocre baseball uh, team. You're killing me. Mediocre baseball team. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I recuse myself because I have too much in No! you got to vote. But I think my... But you've got to put money down. Well, see, then I wouldn't make the bet because I'm telling you with my heart, not my head right now. Like, my heart is saying over. I don't think that's my head saying it. I think it's my heart saying it, Yerk. Okay. And um, it's not a bet I want to make. Well, just so let me get out of uh, having to make an opinion then. Go ahead. What's next? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> you're killing me today. I am. Uh, Danny and Schomburg, I lost a bet to him. I, I owed him a bottle of Booker's yeah. from last baseball season. He wants to make another bet. And that might be fine, but I told him I'm done. He lo- I got him hooked on Booker's. I'm like an addict. I'm, excuse me. I'm like a dealer here. I got him hooked on Booker's. I said, I'm not making any bets with Booker's anymore. I'm done searching for Booker's. Can't find it. I'm done hunting for it. I'm done overpaying for it. Find a different whiskey. Bottle of Book Carm. Book Carm. Like, yeah, I've got you obsessed with Booker's. Find something else. There's, th- there's 400, 400 bourbons. Uh, bourbons that are incredible. And they're all good. And they're <laughs> Enough, and I love bookers, but I'm not. I, I'm not going into ten liquor stores. You guys got any bookers on the shelf? Any bookers, you got a box there, of bookers. There's only so many favors I can call in with with the whiskey yeah, hotline with the guys. Whiskey people, I'm yeah. not calling them for bookers. Not anymore. I'm not using one of my check marks for paying bookers. double. Paying double for bookers, exactly. So, which means you're paying seventy dollars. So now. he's already sending me messages. What's the baseball yeah, bet, Carm? Hey, Carm. What's the what's I want? Book- no bookers. No bookers. Find something else. Uh, do you know who's got the highest win totals in Vegas in terms of over under? Oh, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Dodgers and Astros, ninety six and a half. Ninety six and a half, and then yeah. the Yankees have no, what? one. One team before the yet, but for the Mets well, and Yankees, it was what? it was planned Houston. Oh, there's somebody with a higher thing. Astros and Dodgers, ninety six and a half. Philadelphia. Nope. 
But it's in that division. It is. Mets, 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 Steve Cohn. Mets and Yankees, 94 and a half. There's a team that they've set at 95 and a half. Atlanta Braves. Atlanta Braves, Yurko. Atlanta, Georgia. 95 and a half. Mets and Yankees. Well, we're late. We got a break. I'm sorry. Mets and Yankees, 94 and a half. Padres, 93 and a half. Jays, 92 and a half. Phillies, I'm, 88 and a half. I'm mad at you because you're not doing your job too well today. I, I, get, I love baseball you're, so you're much. late again, though. We start talking baseball, I get all juiced up, Yurko. We'll be right back. You're late back. again like the prom queen. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter at Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. trip. They won in a uh, shootout last night. Looked like Kander beat the clock. They reviewed it. I said clock. Did not. They won in a shootout. Uh, it wasn't here. even close, though, in the replay. Um, I wasn't watching it live. I uh, So I didn't see it. I saw, saw highlights. The, I saw only the highlights. Yeah, you saw the highlights, kid. Yes, yes, yes. Um, was that his last game as a Hawk? March 4th is the... Well... At home, are you saying? It was last... That's what I'm saying. It was last night his last, because the next home game is not until... Uh, March 4th, and the deadline's the 3rd, right, Yerk? Yeah. Yeah, so is that his last? Well, la- we can hope so. We can hope it's his last game. I mean, listen, I was here for the 10, 13, 15. I was here for when it all started, when uh, he and Taves came up together. Taves playing one one season up at North Dakota State, then coming and playing for the Blackhawks, and Kaner as a rookie coming in and playing for the Blackhawks, watching him play, watching him struggle. Adam Burge was here. Mm. Uh, Marty Havlat was here. Havlat. Uh, Michael Hansus injured. No, Michael. he may have already been gone by that Michael point. Hansus. But, you know, uh, that was a team. Cam Barker was here. You know, they weren't overly tremendous. Duncan Keith was here. Seabrook was here. They're all young. They're all developing. They're developing together. It was great. It was fun. It was a ball. Well, it's not That's now. your 13-14. Um, so there's a game March 2nd. That's the next home game against Dallas. The deadline's the 3rd. Then they have a game March 4th at home against Nashville. So Kaner, I guess, could still play one more home game before, before the deadline as a Hawk. I... I I don't. Under, I can't believe that they've gotten to this point where they still don't know. Like, will he accept well, the trade or right. not? And Taves is not going anywhere. No, not now. Right? No, well, he can't. Not now. Damaged goods. Yeah, you can't trade damaged goods. Yeah, the the latest flare up of that illness that he has is probably going to prevent. Who knows if, if Taves if Taser plays again? I don't. I don't know. Um, but you're not going to. Yeah, that that seems very unlikely at this point. And Kaner's got the choice of whether he wants to leave I or not. I can't believe they, they're, they're still hemming and hawing. Like, I, I don't, it's frustrating. And there's uh, Elliot Friedman, as Charlie pointed out earlier, from, from um, uh, is it TSN, whichever one he does, sport, whatever the big uh, right. group up in Canada is. He's, he's like the Schefter of Canada for TSN. hockey. TSN. Yeah. I think, it was, I think it's TSN. He was on the hockey show with Boyle and, and Chief a couple Saturdays ago, and he said the, that Kane's hip... Uh, is is it's a legitimate injury and it's going to prevent teams from really buying in at this point. The crazy thing is, we heard about Kaner's hip like two years ago. The guy still went out and averaged over a point per game the last two seasons. You realize Kaner had ninety two points last year yes. on a terrible team without terrible. Panarin. Terrible team. Terrible. Yep. You know, so we heard about the hip two years ago and he still went out and popped some great seasons. Maybe as he gets older, it becomes more and more of an issue. There's been a reported uh, some degenerative wear or issue with. Uh, I think it's his right hip. I hope I have that right. 
and that that's scaring some teams away. But I still believe somebody would offer you something of value for Patrick Kane. Now, they might have to stop saying, well, we only are going to trade him for a first-round pick. Trade him! If he agrees to it, trade him. Get something back. Get something. Anything. At this point. Because he is no longer part of the future. No, he's not. I wish he would stop hemming and hawing. And you know what? We're going to look back on all this. And I'm going to tell you, my partner was right. Yurko and I disagreed about this over the years. I said, don't blow it up now because can't you do what Pitts- Pittsburgh did? Yep. When you've got Malkin, we got Crosby, do what Pittsburgh did. And they did. They went back to back after a long drought. I said, you've got Taves. This was before Taves sort of started. His career, unfortunately, was cut way short because of some of these injuries. And I said, nope, you've got a Hall of Famer in Taves. You've got a Hall of Famer in Kane. Rework this and rebuild your franchise and be like Pittsburgh. And Yurko said all along, nope, trade it, blow it up now because you're going to be Detroit. And you're right. Detroit with Zetterberg and Datsuk, they never got any. They never got anything for them. They never received anything for two tremendous players, and they kept them on their roster to draw seats in the stands, to draw the fannies in the seats. So, and what they end up with, nothing. And what are they still doing till today? Now they are two points out of the last playoff spot, so at least they're finally in the hunt. Detroit, and this is why Yurk always said it in the in the at the end of the run with Datsuk, uh, with Pavel Datsuk, and with Zetterberg. Three straight first-round exits, and then I believe it's six consecutive seasons without making the playoffs. Maybe seven. I'm going to double-check that real quick. So that's why Yurko always said it. One, two, three, four, five, six. I said don't be Detroit. If they miss this year, it'll be seven straight seasons without the playoffs and three straight first-round exits before the last time they ever really did anything reaching the conference semis back in 2013. The era's been over for a while in Detroit. And Yurko always said, don't be Detroit. And I was like, no. Don't be Detroit. I said, be Pittsburgh. Keep them and be Pittsburgh. You're going to end up being right, Yurk. Yeah. I got to give you credit. It doesn't make me feel better. It doesn't make me think that the Blackhawks are going to be able to do anything in the 2020s. Nothing in the 2020s. Unless, unless you they, get Bedard, if you luck into Bedard. Unless they expand the playoffs to include 14 teams. <laughs> do you remember the last time the Hawks made the playoffs? It was a gift yeah. from the NHL yeah. because they, it was COVID. It was COVID. And I then mean, they won. They well, they won that re- like playing series right, against right. Edmonton, and then got skunked. And then, uh, yeah, did, they might have won a game against Vegas, but they really were outplayed by Vegas. They were nowhere near as good as Vegas. Um, no, like nowhere near. I mean, if not for that, that little gift, you know, twenty seventeen would have been the last time they were in the playoffs. You were gifted COVID. Last time they won a series was fifteen. Yeah, they went first round exit. First round exit, missed the playoffs, missed the playoffs, COVID gifted, missed playoffs, missed playoffs, missed playoffs this year, obviously. Yeah, where are you at? Detroit. I don't know. The Caner thing's driving me nuts. Like, I can't believe he's still hemming and hawing. I can't believe that Davidson would still be saying, uh, well, no, we need a first round pick. Dude, You if the hip is bad, if it's, that ship may have sailed, man. You missed don't, your window. Don't let it pass without getting something now. You missed your window. The, the hockey people running it weren't smart hockey people, period. You had to know. You had to know. And I gave you the example. You did. You had to know. I gave you the example. And you and you, you crapped the bed. The Chicago Blackhawks crapped the bed. That's what they did. 
The run was glorious while it lasted, Jake. I was there. Like you said. 10, 13, and 15. The buildup was... Even nine. Remember they made, when they, they yeah. made it to the conference finals well, and yeah. they lost to so Detroit? Starting 08. You're right. You know, starting 08. It was... You know, they the were on the, was, they're on the come. It's great were. when you're on the come, you it know? Is. It is. The run was awesome. Even 09. I mean, getting to the conference final and losing to Detroit, then they won the next year. The run was spectacular. Their team was, was so much short. Fun. Remember, it was. They didn't lose for like twenty-seven games. It was they uh, twenty-eight games. They didn't lose. It was them in the Heat. Remember? Yeah, it was either a, a victory or an over. They, they scored a point in like twenty-eight straight games. That's right. In thirteen, and and weren't the Heat and rolled over Boston? Yes. Wow. I mean, yeah, think about the way that series turned. The, 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 the great thing was I seem to remember LeBron and the Heat were on a long uh, winning streak, and they were talking to LeBron about how impressive the Blackhawks streak was. And we're like, look at this. LeBron James is talking about the Blackhawks. Yeah. And Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane and the streak they were on. Because I think you're right. It was like 28 straight yeah, games or something. 28 straight with a point. Remarkable. Yeah. I mean, it was phenomenal. God, and it was 10 and then years even ago in 14, now. Even in 14, it was close. I think they lost to Los Angeles in 14. They did. They lost in, they lost in game yeah. seven. Yeah. They lost they, in game they, seven. Them were always tough. Man, they were going to the conference finals. I mean, they were they were in it. The run was glorious. And then the one where they beat Tampa. That was 15. Yeah. And the way they beat Tampa. That was beautiful. Is that the only one they won at home? It was. They won in Tampa. Philly and they clinched 17 seconds in Boston. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Glorious. Glorious. Well, okay, we're done reminiscing, I guess. But you were right. I got to give you credit. I appreciate it. The bad news is it sets yeah. up for how do you well, how do you I, dig yourself I, out I, of it? I don't now? feel better that I was right. I'm upset that nobody uh, heeded my advice. They they never should have heeded the warnings I got from my mom and pa. They told me, they told me that you, they, Yerk, you got to get rid of these guys. They knew. I don't think a team in the NHL has ever won the Stanley Cup with a player making more than ten million dollars. Which just tells you the state of the NF, the NHL. Yeah. I mean, my, their salary cap just isn't high enough. Hawks have two of them, but I, I think that stat still holds. And Brian Campbell was the first one to tip me off on that. He said, "Take a look. No team has ever won the Cup final with a player making more guy. than ten million dollars." Him and uh, Nikolai Kabibulin, remember? Kabibulin. Kabibulin was here, Kabibulin. and then we got Cristobal Huet. That was a bad. Remember one. Cristobal Huet? That was a bad signing. But then that's when we got the uh, the aforementioned Brian Campbell. Yeah, Supi was a big free agent. Yeah, signing. big free agent. Signing. Help him win the first one. Yep. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. We can't get you safe. Rodney, you have a waiver deal right before the start of the season. Ronzo Hooper. He'll be able to develop that shot all day long. Six foot eight, Carmelo Anthony. So for the outside. Lakers third worst. We told you Bulls third best. Lonzo oh. gets it to go. Okay, Lonzo. And Levine out the play. They just keep you on the right side of the floor. Ball all alone in the rotation of the ball. Rotation for the Lakers. Two. Is putting the ball in the veteran's hands. Oh, no, ball no. with the strip. Ball with the dunk. Top ten in steals. Oh, oh. A lot of give and take. A lot of exchange of pleasantries between the fans and the players. Lonzo answers. Pump it outside into Rosen. He'll raise for three. Rimming off Caruso. The back tap to ball for three. And he'll knock it down. This game about the ovation he got in what you're talking about, a road arena. Lonzo connects. A few things do I talk about here before crosstalk in about nine minutes with Waddle and Sylvie. 
Good Lonzo Ball package. I remember those highlights. I wish we'd see it again. I don't know when we're going to. The news yesterday, we talked about it a lot. It's unfortunate. It's discouraging. Who knows when Lonzo's going to be able to play again? I mean, that, uh, you know, we're a year and we're talking like 13 months post-injury at this point. A couple of procedures and there's absolutely no real understanding of why he can't play pain-free. I mean, he can't even ramp up. Forget about playing. He can't ramp up pain-free. That's bad. Um, And Lonzo has really made himself into a very good, useful player that was supposed to be a big part of what the Bulls were trying to do. And, man, it's, it's devastating. You just look at their record since he went out and how much they miss him. In a lot of different areas, his ability to run the floor, push the pace, shoot the three ball, guard the perimeter, all of it. I mean, Lonzo's really worked himself into a, a good player. I've done uh, about as big of a 180. You know, I've done a, a 180 probably on Lonzo, unlike many players I have. By year two, I was watching Lonzo Ball in L.A. I'm like, oh, my God. He could always guard, but it was like, oh, he's awful offensively. Just awful. He looked almost uh, unusable sometimes offensively. To, con- to, to turn himself into what he's turned himself into, I thought was quite remarkable. And it spoke volumes about his work ethic. And it stinks that they're at this point now where he can't play. Remember when you were talking about that point streak the Hawks were on back in 13? And I I seem to remember LeBron being asked about the Hawks streak because they were on a similar streak. Miami that that year, that February into March, won 27 in a row. I didn't remember that was that many, Yerk. They'd won 27 in a row. And it got to a point because you brought up the Hawks' point streak to start the truncated season where they were asking LeBron about which streak is more impressive. Both teams won the title that year, the Heat and the Blackhawks. So 27 straight from Feb 3rd all the way to March 25th for Miami that year. What did the Hawks do? Uh, I didn't check, but I think Uh, you were right. I thought it was like 28 straight games. I believe you had that right. I just wanted to double-check the Heat's uh, record. Something just... uh, Brought to our attention, thanks to Chris Black from uh, Chuck Garfine that does the White, Talk, White Sox Talk podcast. Mm-hmm. And he gave a little tease with some interesting sound from Tim Anderson. Kind of not going at Chuck, but at the same time, like, I don't know, he's going on a, like a strange rant about, again, media and fans and not everybody, you know, pulling from the same side of the rope. Uh, Charlie, do we have that? Can we play that? This, this is, Do we have it? The plan is, you know, we know not to, you know, do what we did last year. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of room to grow. And, um, you know, just a lot of confusion. A lot of people pulling from from different angles, you know, uh, not just in the clubhouse. You know, fans as well. Um, A little bit of everybody. So, uh, you know, the ultimate goal is, you know, try to try to dumb that down and get it back on, you know, pulling from the same screen with everybody, including you. Including me. What do you mean including me? Including you. What are you trying to say? I ain't got to say it. You know what? (laughs) That, that I was questioning why you guys couldn't win? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, you know, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're a part of this and you're, like, and you're like one of our supporters and you see somebody struggling, that's like, you know, that's kind of like, uh, you know, if you see your wife struggling, you're going to pat her on the back, right? So that's kind of one of those things. If we're on the same umbrella, I think we should all be pulling from the same screen and not tearing each other down um, and not tearing players down. Or, you know, we don't tear you down. So yeah. I think it's just one of those things. We've got to support each other. We support you. We make ourselves access to you, yeah. you know, when you want to talk to us. Silly. So it's just kind of one of those things that we all got to be, Silliness. you know, be on a positive screen and pull from the same screen. Silliness. And uh, I think we can be better as a whole. Yeah. Was I tearing you down? No, you weren't tearing me down. You were just making, you was causing a lot of confusion. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was causing, I was, 
listen to after a lot. I mean, but you gotta think about it. The fans listen to you. Yeah. Right. You right. talking? We don't talk. We just play. <laughs> well, you, no, you talk. You can talk. We don't. We don't talk though. When the game's on, we don't talk. They're listening to you. Right. So uh, if we're putting out positive energy, then positive energy is gonna always yeah. follow us. You know what I'm saying? I tried. Yeah. I tried to be as positive season. as I could. Okay. It's a rough season. It's okay. We understand. Um, you know, but but those are my goal, man. Is to you know just continue to go out and, and play hard, and uh, you know really see what happens. Ah, um, uh, silly. You were the yeah. fourth choice to win the World Series. Yeah. You won 81 games and you missed the playoffs. Games. I'm supposed to be happy you're, and you're, positive it about it. It was a grotesque silly. disappointment. I, the one thing I did hear coming out of White Sox camp, maybe it was from Rick Hahn, that there were a lot of expectations. They thought this team was really going to play well last year. They didn't. They still feel like they've got a lot of expectations. Not, but everybody else has kind of jumped off and said, nah, well, even the moves that you've made, I don't think are enough. Nah, we, we don't buy it. You know, as fans, we don't buy it. At least he said he understands why people don't buy it. But the expectations here within the White Sox organizations are still high. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You thought you should have been better than you were last year. You weren't. You're quite mediocre. We still think that we should achieve. Great. It's yeah. there. But you know where I'm from? Missouri now. Show me. Show me, Steve. Show me what the hell's going on. You got to show me. And and what's Tim Anderson talking uh, about? I don't know. I mean, what kind of on. silliness is that? Going to, I mean, Chuck, you've got to talk nice about me, Chuck. We, we I, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I'm yeah. kind of at a loss. I mean, that, yeah, that, that we course. have to talk nice about right. you. We're pulling the same side of the, the, the I screen. mean, for a guy that's played for such a long time... That's a grotesque naivete right there. Okay, play well. Period. That that that's your only you're you're in a you're you play a professional sport. Play well. You 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 your your one main objective. And I don't consider being a good teammate or being a good citizen. Those are like Waddle always says. That's you don't get extra credit for that. No. Sorry. That's expected of all of us. That's right. As a professional athlete, your one job is to win. Period. That, that's your job. Yes. I, I, I'm supposed to be okay when... It's to achieve. The team that I put years of emotion and money yeah. and tears and joy into, it, it's supposed to be okay when you underachieve and you stink? Are you serious? This is what I'll tell Tim Anderson. I hope Tim Anderson has a great year. I hope so, too. Here, though. I hope he stays healthy. Yes. He needs I to stay too. healthy this year. Give me a break. That would help the Chicago White Sox if you can find a way to stay healthy. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're supposed to cheer, Carm. Don't you know that? Uh, Tim Anderson uh, says so. It's supposed to be okay? Eh, it's yeah. okay. And Ray Khan can smile all year. I just spent $700 to bring my family to a game, and you guys lost 11 to and, 3. And you, but, played, uh, and you okay. played like crap. And it's you okay. played like crap. Don't worry about it. It's all good, Tim. Yeah. We'll pull from the same side hey. of the screen. Hey, Tim, pay for my tickets. We played the Rams one year, opening day up in Green Bay. Hey, give me up. We're down 17-3 going into half. You know what they did? They booed us. You know what we deserved? Boo. We deserved to get booed. Why? I, unbelievable. We'll cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie coming up. Yurko's got the final word brought to you by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to. Today's final word, word on Carmen and Yuriko. Fan four packs of tickets, which include four tickets, four hot dogs, four sodas, and a tub of popcorn. Four wieners, Carmen. <laughs> wow. 